0: Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. Get ready for your life to be changed by today's message from Pastor Jeremiah Hosmer. Praise God. I want you to turn in your Bibles today to Matthew chapter 17. Matthew chapter 17 and then we're going to go to the book of Numbers and the book of Exodus. And uh, praise God. What a good day in the house of the Lord so far. Thank God for it. Thank God for it. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 17 and verse one. Now after six days, Jesus took Peter, James and John, his brother led them up on a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as the light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, talking with him. Then Peter answered and said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, let us make three tabernacles one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud, everybody shout cloud. There we go. A bright cloud overshadowed them and suddenly a voice came out of the cloud. Don't forget that. A voice came out of the cloud saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their faces and were greatly afraid. Jesus came Touched them and said, Arise, do not be afraid. And when they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. Uh, I want to go now to uh, uh, Numbers chapter 9. Numbers chapter 9. We're going to read a portion of scripture from there and then the book of Exodus. After that, we'll pray. And after that, you can be seated. Numbers chapter 9. Praise the Lord. And we're going to begin reading in Verse 17. <coughs> When the cloud, everybody shout cloud, when the cloud was taken up from the tabernacle after the children of Israel would journey, and in the place where the cloud settled, there the children of Israel would pitch their tents. God's already talking to somebody. At the command of the Lord, the children of Israel would journey, and at the command of the Lord, they would camp as long as the cloud stayed above the tabernacle, they remained encamped. Even when the cloud continued long, many days above the tabernacle, the children of Israel kept the charge of the Lord and did not journey. So it was when the cloud was above the tabernacle, a few days, according to the command of the Lord, they would remain encamped and according to the command of the Lord, they would journey so it was when the cloud remained only from evening till morning when the cloud was taken up in the morning then they would journey whether by day or by night whenever the cloud was taken up they would journey God's not listen God's not just sitting there not knowing what he's saying he's repeating something on purpose Because in some cases, the church has forgotten that God still moves. (laughs) Whether it was two days, a month, or a year... That the cloud remained above the tabernacle. The children of Israel would remain in camp and not journey. But when it was taken up, they would journey. At the command of the Lord, they remained in camp. And at the command of the Lord, they journeyed. They kept the charge of the Lord at the command of the Lord by the hand of Moses. Now, we want to go to Exodus 40. It's just another scripture that is basically, uh, it's basically uh, uh, supporting uh, what the other scriptures were saying. Verse Uh, Exodus 40 verse 34 Then the cloud everybody say cloud Cloud. Covered the tabernacle of meeting and the glory of the Lord now we got another piece now So now we realize the cloud was just not a cloud (laughs) And the glory of the Lord Covered the tabernacle of meeting and the glory of the Lord Filled the tabernacle so now we see that it's not just a cloud. Now we see it's not just a covering, but now we see it filling. Yeah. Hallelujah! And Moses was not able to enter the tabernacle of meeting because the Lord or the cloud rested above it, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Whenever the cloud was taken up from above the tabernacle, the children of Israel would go onward and all, in all their journeys. So, now we understand that God's glory, he was manifesting himself in a way to direct them. We're building the puzzle here. But if the cloud was not taken up, then they did not journey till the day it was taken up. Look at your neighbor and say, don't move unless God moves. Now look at your and say, but when God moves, you've got to go with him. For the cloud of the Lord was above the tabernacle by day and fire was over it by night. In the sight of all of the house of Israel throughout their journey So now we realize it wasn't now we realize it was a cloud by day But then at night it would be a fire So the fire was leading by night and the cloud was leading by day. I Want to preach from the subject matter just for a few moments today and I'm asking that you'll give me some liberty I told you today is our end of our time of fasting So I am we gonna get everything God has for us out of this service. Amen. And then you can go and eat to your full. And then bless the Lord while you eat and then go sleep. Amen. But while you're here, don't sleep. (laughs) Amen. I I wanna preach from the subject title for a moment Stay with the cloud. Look at your neighbor before we pray and say, Neighbor, stay with the cloud. Now look at your second choice. Say, Neighbor, stay with the cloud. I feel the anointing of God. Woo! Father, today, thank you for the anointing that makes preaching easy and listening a delight. Father, today, in the name of Jesus, let the Spirit of the Lord manifest in such a powerful way. That no one walks out of here the same as we came in, but bring us all up high on top of the mountain with you, Jesus, that we may see what we have yet to see, that we may hear what we have yet to hear, that we may experience what we have yet to experience, that when we come down off that mountain, we have a power that will shift things that could not be shifted before. Father, today let there be a manifestation of your glory that pours like rain on this house. I ask spirit of God, move like mighty rivers. Look upon my availability and not my ability. Grant me an apostolic anointing and a prophetic utterance that as it is spoken into the ears of your people, spirit bears witness with spirit and draws them out of where they're at to where they need to be. In Jesus' mighty name I ask, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, Jesus, be glorified here today in Jesus' name. And everybody shout amen. Give the Lord a good hand clap this morning. You may be seated in the presence of God. You want to stay around for this today because uh, God's speaking. Um, stay with the cloud. Stay with the cloud. Stay with the cloud. Charles Dickens, if y'all will give me just a few moments to kind of set this up. Charles Dickens was a well-known author who wrote the book called A Tale of Two Cities. A Tale of Two Cities. It is a novel on the French Revolution and, and, a compl- and the complicated time in which that revolution, that revolution took place. It, uh, it is probably, this book is probably most uh, known for its opening lines. And when I begin to say them, you will immediately know that you've heard them before. Uh, it, the opening lines uh, reads, it was the best of times and it was the worst of times. It was the age of wisdom. It was the age of foolishness. Uh, It was the epoch of belief and it was also the epoch or the lack of faith. It was the season of life. It was the season of darkness. It was the spring of hope. It was the winter of despair. One may think, how in the world can these two exist at the same time? Stay with me today. When you hear that quoted, as a way of causing you to, uh, to place a certain importance on your perception in life. Uh, It has a way of causing you to step back and look at things from a uh, a non-biased view. It causes you to see that certain situations and circumstances in life have a dual purpose wrapped within them. Uh, You can take two people and put them through the same thing and get two different outcomes. You can take two people, have the same age, same gender, same economic status, same color, same nationality, same background, if you will. Put them through the same thing and get two different outcomes because one perceives it this way and another perceives it that way. One has a perception that is going like this. One has a perception that is going like that. One has a perception that it is the best of times. And one has a perception that it is the worst of times. We see this clearly communicated in the Bible when we read about Moses sending 12 spies to the promised land. I'm talking to you today church all 12 spies saw the same things all 12 spies felt the same things All all, all 12 spies got the got to witness the fruit of the land the Bible says that it took two grown men to bring back one cluster They all got to see it. They all got to witness it They all were impacted by it. The difference was ten of those spies perceived. They were grasshoppers Compared to the inhabitants of the land And two spies perceived that the giants were grasshoppers Compared to the size of their God This is what brought the difference Of the 12 spies I believe if we could have spoken with those 10 spies uh, Listen they would have said uh, It is the worst of times It's a time where we walk through the land of promise. It's a time where we got to see the land flowing with milk and honey. It's a time where we got to pick grapes the size of my head, man. You had to cut them in pieces to eat them. But it's the worst of times because we got to see a land that we could not inhabit. But the other two said it is the best of times because we got to walk through a land flowing with milk and honey. We got to walk through a land that is fertile and has everything in it. And we got to walk through a land, man, we brought back grapes as the size of your head. And for some of us, that's a big old grape. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> of times how do you think it's the best of times because man not only is there a land of promise but we got the Most High God on our side to take the land hallelujah right now in real time in the kingdom I find this to be true if you talk with one pastor he'll tell you my god it's the worst time ever we had this many coming before Rona, and now the place is completely empty. We open it up, nobody shows up. Finances are tanking, seems like all is lost. It is the worst of times. And then you talk with somebody like me. and says, man, it ain't never been better. <laughs> we were celebrating up in Atlanta with the, with the, the, the staff and uh, the board and, pe- and, 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 and I told them, I said, last year was the best year this ministry has ever had from its conception until now. That's what <laughs> the best, Trey. I can't think of a time And I done been around here for a minute. I was saved in this ministry. Discipled in this ministry. Raised up in this ministry. And now get the wonderful privilege of overseeing this ministry. And there has never been a better time than what we're sensing right now. What was the difference? I didn't look at Rona as it being a time to destroy the church. I looked at it saying this is a time to occupy the land and let the power of God go forth. I didn't look at a time of social unrest and injustice going on all over the world and say this is a time to throw in the towel and act like a fool. I said this is a time to get full of the Holy Ghost because this nation needs a word from heaven. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I didn't look at this time we're in a time where people were being attacked by the religious leaders. You always know when you're doing something when the religious crowd shows up. Shut your church down. They had the gaudacity. gall and audacity put together. Gaudacity. To even mention. Y'all don't know about this, so it's a year and a half later, I can say something now. We'll come in. It was mentioned. I ain't, it was mentioned around the Whatever. We ought to go in and just shut it down for them. I would have liked to seen you try. You would better hope the angels showed up because there's folk in here that's (laughs) kind of... Y'all know who you are too. You, You still trying to... Practice some spiritual disciplines. You 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 can still pull your, you can still take your nails and your eyelashes off and your weed back in about two seconds. You 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 still have that practice, and be talking and gritting your teeth at the same time. Just. We gonna get y'all a little more, a little more sanctified, but some of you are still, you're working, you're a work in progress. But I didn't look at a time like that and say, well, just forget about it. I looked at a time like that and say, God, you said, you said, stand up and preach this gospel. And you didn't tell me to stop if there was something going on. You didn't tell me to stop if somebody said they didn't want it. You didn't tell me to stop when folks said they wouldn't come and listen. You said stand up and preach this word. So I decided I'm going to preach this word whether there's a plague going on or not. I'm going to preach this word whether there is unrest or not. I'm going to preach this word, whether religious like it or not, because all I care about is when I stand before him, I hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant unto the Lord. So it was, Pastor Antoine, the best of times, and it was the worst of times. In our text today, y'all thought I was lost. Stay with me. In our text today, we read about God manifesting himself in a way to the children of Israel that we have never seen up to this point in the Bible. Think about it. This God literally is manifesting himself in a cloud by day. This ain't, it was time to rain and a cloud showed up. God said, when it's daylight, you're going to see me. In a cloud and when it's night you'll see me in a fire this cloud this glory would rest over the children of Israel it would stay there over them until it was time to go to another place then the cloud would begin to move when the cloud began to move the children of Israel had to move with it and for some of the children of Israel it was the best of times Think about it, in their minds, it was, an aw- it was awesome because the most high God had manifested himself in a cloud and was guiding them himself. For others, it was the worst of time because they didn't trust him to take them to the right place. So one person is shouting, the other person is complaining. For some of the children of Israel it was the best of times because they believed if God led them there, he would provide for them there. For others, it was the worst of times because they never wanted to go forward in the first place. They were constantly wanting to go back to Egypt where they felt comfortable and it required no faith to walk forward. Who am I talking to right now? I'll shut my eyes while you lift your hand. For some of the children of Israel, it was the best of times because all they had to do was stay with the cloud. Everything else was in the hands of God. What a liberating thought. That all I got to do is stay with him. And the next step is provided. That everything that I need is already provided for. He is waiting on me in the next place while he guides me there. What a liberating thought. What a liberating experience. That it ain't up to me. That I ain't got to come up with it. I just got to stay with it. Hallelujah. Watch this right here. But for others, it was the worst of times because they couldn't deny the cloud was moving. Can you, I want you to put yourself in this position. Everybody in, what I say, you got half, let's say half, let's just split it in half. Half the camp was shouting because the cloud was moving. The other half was complaining because the cloud was moving. Doesn't it sound like the church? Man, praise God, the cloud is moving. God is moving. I don't want to go nowhere. I like it like it is. I don't want to go to no new place. Therefore, it was the worst of times because they couldn't deny deny the cloud was moving. Therefore, it made them look at themselves and admit the cloud is moving, but I'm too proud for to move with it. It was the best of times, the worst of times. Stay with me. I'm, I'm just trying to set it up so I can give you just a few things and then we'll go. I've had this word from God for over a year now. Waiting on the release to preach. He gave it to me before, right before the first 10 awakening. And I thought it was the time for the first 10 awakening to release this word. But, but, but he said, no, don't do it. I I want you to fill your horn with oil and go anoint David's because it's time for a new generation to rise in the land right now. So I stood up and I began to preach that, that first 10 awakening service on my horn is full. Who wants oil? I believe God has me preaching this word because there are some of you in this church and many in the body of Christ today that think, now listen carefully because this is going to stomp for a minute but it's going to feel good afterwards. You think your way is better than his way. That somehow you can reach where you need to go without being with the cloud. (laughs) You think you can leave the cloud and all things will be fine. But hear the word of the Lord to you and your family. Stay with the cloud. Right now, right now there is a a demonically influenced leadership over this nation that has launched another wave of fear into this land. You want to know why they're launching it right now? Because the first one did not do what they wanted it to do. It did not cripple the church. It did not shut it down. But it caused crazy people like me to rise up even more bolder and say Jesus will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So they've launched another one. They've launched another one. And some of us, have we still haven't figured out that you can't be in front of that toilet that we call a TV, receiving everything that they're sending out of it and still walk by faith in the name of Jesus. If you let fear get put in you on a daily basis, you will walk by fear. But if you get in that word and get full of the Holy Ghost, you will walk by faith and the just shall live by faith. Some of us had kicked that spirit of fear out, but the problem is it snuck back in. The problem is you moved and the cloud didn't. Stay with me. The cloud is still here in faith, it has not moved over to fear, nor will it ever. The cloud has remained in faith. If the cloud don't move from faith, don't you dare move. So we have people that's that's done got scared to death again. I'm going to kick it. I, I know I've watched, I've preached on this before and I've watched people get up and leave. But you know what? For every two that leaves, I get about 50 liberated. I get about 50 free of the Holy Ghost and say, thank you, preacher, that I'm not afraid to go outside. I'm not afraid to go fellowship with my family. I'm not afraid to open my church up. I'm not afraid to preach this gospel. Thank you, preacher. I ain't in this fear any longer. Hallelujah. You can't play with fear. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I, th- this is what has happened over the past month. They launched this wave. I'm talking to the United States of blessed America. They launched this wave. And so you said in your minds and in your hearts, we'll sit at home for two or three weeks and we'll give some time for this to pass over. Do you not remember? You said the same thing a year and a half ago and you and your family were crippled and paralyzed. I tell you in the name of Jesus, get out, kick the spirit of fear out and walk by faith and let the Lord bless your house. Hallelujah! Glory! Stay with the cloud. Right now in the kingdom, anointed and appointed leadership is standing up declaring righteousness and holiness. Hey, I don't know if you've thought about it lately, but there's a scripture in the Bible that says without holiness, no man shall see God. None. You might think you've got a different way, but no, you don't. Without holiness, no man shall see God. There's anointed and appointed leadership standing up, preaching holiness and righteousness. The problem is that some of us refuse to submit to leadership and take the word of the Lord and, and the word for us and our family, we take it as a suggestion. Do you understand the word of the Lord is not a suggestion? He says, if you will be diligent to obey and hearken unto my voice, you shall eat the best of the land. You shall rest in the best of the land. You shall dwell in the best of the land. But if you do not obey me and do not hearken unto my voice, then you will be, you will lose in the best of the land. You will lose it, church. Hallelujah. So, appointed and anointed leadership is standing up, preaching righteousness, preaching holiness, saying, Come on. But some have decided that it is their way, not God's way. Can I tell you what the Lord is saying? Stay with the cloud. Why was it tough for the children of Israel to stay with the cloud? Because, listen, the cloud didn't ask them if moving was convenient. Can you imagine, Brother Trey, uh, I don't know why I like to talk to you, you just just tracked me to talk to you up here, amen. But can you imagine if somebody had like six tents, man, they had a big family, right? Pastor Antoine, they showed up the evening before, got everything settled, and the morning of God said, now pick it back up and let's go. (laughs) My goodness in heaven. That's going to test you. That's going to check you. Do you really trust him? Do you really want to do it? It's kind of like leadership saying, we're going this way. And right as you get into the pace, they say, all right, now turn around. Let's go this way. Well, I thought you said go that way. I don't mean you're going that way. I want to go this way. Hey, I got, I got a newsflash. God still moves. God still moves. And it's up to you to stay with the cloud. I have found that people who... Attend church on a regular basis, and let me define that because now they say that people who attend church once a month, that's a regular thing. I can't figure that out. I have found that people who attend church on a regular basis do not find it difficult to connect. Smile at me. Come on, we about to get into some good stuff. Y'all stay with me. But people who don't attend on a regular basis say things like, you just can't connect there. Well, you can't connect anywhere when you show up once a month. Try showing up with your spouse once a month. Let's see how long this this lasts. It won't last long. Well, I better get off that. we going to have any amens left in this house. Come on, y'all give the Lord a hand clap. Three, two, one. The cloud, number one, the cloud is carrying the presence of the Lord. The cloud is carrying the presence of the Lord. Beloved, can you imagine what it must have been like for the Most High of God manifesting like this in every, manifesting like this every single day? Can you imagine what it was like to sense the presence of God throughout the camp of Israel every day? And when the sun went down, the cloud that you were seeing by day turned into a fire? Can you imagine? Can you place yourself there and, 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 and realize how in awe you would be? It's mind-blowing to me that people want to leave would want to leave that and try to go after their own desires and agendas It's mind-blowing to me to think that people would sense the presence of God like that And then grow complacent and not want to worship him in the tabernacle It's mind-blowing to me that people would sense his presence by fire by night and still want to go complain in the day and go back to Egypt It seems unthinkable. It seems unconceivable. But if you look around it's happening right now before your eyes It seems absurd to think that people would see God manifesting powerfully and not want to be a part of it It seems ludicrous to believe that people could sense his presence and still want to go back to Egypt and leave his presence It seems preposterous to think that people would see the cloud By day and a fire by night and still complain and rebel against leadership It seems ridiculous to fathom that people would see his cloud over them every day And still become offended at every single little thing and not have the heart of God I mean, what was the children of Israel's problem? Can I tell you, it's the same thing we're seeing right now in the body of Christ, and God is sending a word to you and to the body of Christ, stay with the cloud. Stay with the cloud. Some of us, oh, I feel the meddling. Some of us are imp- some of us are struggling. We're struggling because we got, we got roots and ties to dead things and to dead places. And the cloud has been moved on. But we don't want to leave it. You want to know why? Because we're still trying to revive something that God killed. I don't know who that's for but can I tell you if the cloud has done picked up and left you need to get you and yours and say come on it's time for us to go where the cloud is because where the cloud is the presence of God is and where the presence of God is there his blessing is forevermore Look at your neighbor say stay with the cloud Number two the cloud is carrying the protection of heaven The question is can I ask you a question and you think about I want to bring a thought-provoking question to you real quick Why did God choose a cloud? by day Why did God choose a fire by night? He could have manifested himself in any way. He could have showed up like an angel. He could have showed up like a fork whatever he wanted to, right? Who's going to tell him he can't? Why did he show up as a cloud by day and a fire by night? I want you to look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you can trust in the protection of God. See, what you must understand is while these children of Israel were out here in this wilderness, the wilderness was basically a desert. And every time they rebelled rebelled against God, God would send them another lap around the bottom of a mountain. So for 40 years, they just took a lap around a mountain. That's That's why they were getting ticked off, wondering could they do anything else other than circle a mountain. God said if you would obeyed, you wouldn't be circling a mountain. You would have got to go across But now every time I look around, you're complaining and you're tripping. And so therefore, I tell you, take another lap. Because you keep on tripping. But it was basically a desert. Now, this don't mean much to us around here. But if you look up things, because we don't have no deserts around here. In the desert, it gets real hot in the day. And it gets real cold in the night. So God in his sovereignty and his all manifold wisdom says, I'm going to manifest as a cloud by day because I am going to keep you from burning up. And I am going to manifest as a fire by night so that when you're in your tents and it seems cold, you'll be able to feel the heat of most high God. So he says, I'm going to be a cloud by day. This ought to help some of you that are wondering what is going to happen in the next season of my life. Can I tell you, you can trust God in your next step right now. You can trust him. He is sovereign and he already has it planned out. So he says, I'm going to show up as a cloud by day. And it really don't matter if it's supposed to be 115 degrees. I'm going to keep it a 72 because I am the Lord your God. I am your shield and I am your protector and you can trust in my protection. So I'm going to be a cloud by day. But then Brother Mikey says, as soon as it gets dark and you start getting a chill, I'm going to show up as a fire so that I can bring you through the cold places of your life when it feels like everybody else is gone. But when you call on me, I'll be a heat in the midst of your cold time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can trust in his protection. You can trust that he has you. You can trust that even though your enemies may surround you, God said in the midst of it, I'll tell him bring some fried chicken, bring some mashed potatoes and gravy bring some butter beans and bring some cornbread and put a homemade cheesecake on the side. I know you're hungry right now. And I'm just rubbing it in. He said "But I will make a table before you in the presence of your enemies. You can trust me. I am a cloud by day and I am a fire by night. Oh, I thank God in the times that I was walking through cold atmospheres and I was walking through dead environments, I could call on him and a heat showed up in my night seat. In my nighttime, a heat showed up, a fire showed up. And when the gazing when the gazing uh, sight of my enemies Wanted to see me fail Talked about me Was jealous of me Began to speak evil things God showed up As a cloud by day Took the sun off my back And said come on son I got your back Woo! Can you give my Jesus five seconds of hand-clap and pray? Hey! Hey. Neighbor, you can trust him. Whether you need a fire or whether you need a cloud. He said, I am the great I am. I'll be what you need me to be right now. I'll be right there. Hallelujah. I am the I am. Y'all sit down and let me give you one more. That's the reason he said I am the I am. Not that I am that I was. He didn't even say I I am the I am that'll be. He said I am that I am. Because if I'm in a hot time. Hallelujah, if I'm in a moment where it seems like I'm going to die under the heat of pressure. He says, I am a cloud. He says, but if you're in the night season, I am a fire. What is it that you believe in God to be? I ain't saying making him into your image. You're made in his image. I'm saying he is the great I am he shows up in that moment preacher what are you talking about for some of them he showed up as a person that danced in the fire and the flame did not scorch their hair and for other for others he showed up as the one who stopped the mouths of lions and said you can't eat for 24 hours And for some of them, he said, I give you the strength to defeat your enemies. For others, he said, don't even fight. I go before you to defeat your enemy. For, For some of them, he says, I'll give you the power to kill the bear. And for others, he said, speak to the bear and make it obey you. What is it? He's <laughs> Give him five seconds of praise right now. Let me bless my Lord. He says, I am that I am. I am that I am. But you've got to stay with the cloud. Can't be out there trying to do your own thing. He says, because the cloud ain't over there. Cloud ain't over there. The cloud's over here. One, one more time and then, then we'll be done, God willing. I want to give you this one. Number three, the cloud is carrying the provision of heaven. The cloud is carrying the provision of heaven. The cloud is carrying the provision of heaven. In a culture and society, when everything is based off of what you can grow and farm, and that was this culture and society at the time, rain is a must. Matter of fact, if you went without rain for even a couple months, it could set you months and months behind. Uh, matter of fact, even if you're not a culture and society where, uh, where, where you depend on completely on agriculture, you still need rain. Come on, somebody, because you can have a fat bank account, but if it ain't raining, you, it ain't helping you none. You can, have, you can be a billionaire, but if God shuts to heaven, you're going to be in the line trying to get a sip of water just like everybody else. Because rain has to fall from heaven. It has to have rain. And so God says, he says, uh, he says, I'm going to be a cloud. Uh I've never seen rain fall without clouds. The crazy thing, brother Justin, is they're in a place where rain should not be. They're in a desert. Don't rain in deserts. But we know they received rain because the Bible tells us in another place before they go over to the promised land He says listen over here I'm gonna have it rain on your crops over there You had to build ditches to so the rain could go to your crops so rain fell But it, but there were, so there was a way of watering the crops, but rain still had to fall <clears throat> What I love about God Everybody say what? what all right there what I love about God is that he does not ask where I'm at. He does not ask the environment. He does not ask the atmosphere. He does not even ask the geographical location can he bless me? What he asks is are you in the cloud? Are you with the cloud? Because if you're with the cloud, the cloud is gonna drop rain. So all I got to be concerned with is, God, if you move, I move. So when I get to the place where you wanted me to go, when I plant seed in the ground, you'll send rain from the cloud. Some of you are not seeing rain on your seed because you are not with the cloud. But when you get with the cloud, you'll see that everything you are planting will be an expedited harvest because there is rain in the cloud. Hallelujah. Uh, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Uh, I want to just tell you today, stay with the cloud. I don't don't know about you, but everybody has to deal with the flesh. Your flesh should not be as strong as it usually is right now. That thing ought to be on a submission by now. (laughs) 21 days of telling it what to do that thing bowing in Jesus name in Jesus name So everybody has to deal with the flesh from time to time because the flesh don't want to do what God wants to do Anytime God's doing something and you hear something say don't do it. That's your flesh You don't obey it Because the spirit don't go against God because these are three in one Amen So the flesh don't want to obey the Lord. The flesh don't want to go with the cloud. The flesh doesn't want to stay with the cloud. The flesh wants to figure out some other way. Is Egypt better? Is there a better way to get there? Is there a more comfortable way to get there? But I'm going to tell you, and I'm in closing now, and that does mean something today because it's fasting time. It's about to be over. that if you'll stay with the cloud church, I don't know what 2022 brings for the world. And I don't know what it brings for the wicked. And I don't know what it brings for those who deny Jesus. And I don't know what it brings for those who are rebels against the house of God. But can I tell you what it brings for the church? I feel the weatherman anointing on me. I feel like Elijah saying go and dig some ditches for I hear the sound of an abundance of rain if you stay with the cloud you ain't got to worry about where it's going to come from you ain't got to worry about is it going to happen all you got to do is stay with the cloud and the rain is going to fall shout amen and give God a praise We pray you were blessed by today's message. For more content and to get to know us better, download our app at AbundantLifeChurch.com.